This is Scientific American's 60 Second Science. I'm Sarah Vitak. What if you could create household objects, say biogarments, kitchen appliances, or blinds and curtains that powered themselves using the sun, were fully recyclable, 100% biodegradable, sequestered carbon just by existing, filtered toxins out of the air, and were also alive? Dr. Maria Abintam at Delft University and a postdoc researcher in her lab, Dr. Srikhan Balasubmaranian, have gotten one step closer to making that a reality. They've created a 3D printed photosynthetic material made out of algae. Here is Dr. Abintam. Yeah, we were interested in, in the 3D printing a living material that's made of microalgae. And there were a couple uh, examples of uh, 3D printed algae material already out there, but uh, we were interested in making one that would be enough mechanically robust to be used in um, yeah, in real applications uh, because a lot of these materials are based on hydrogel, which tend to be very fragile. You might not have heard of hydrogels, but you've certainly used them. Wet disposable baby diapers, chia pudding, toy water beads, all of these are hydrogels that you might have around your house. But hydrogels aren't very strong or solid, so the team wanted to make something better. They already had a 3D printer that they had built in their lab to print materials with bacterial bioink. Bioink is a solution that contains living cells that you load into a 3D printer. In the lab, we were also studying the microalgae, but for a different purpose. So we are interested in the physics of how it swims and how it uh, moves the flow around itself when it swims. They had the idea that maybe they could put the two together. They created a bioink out of living microalgae and printed it onto bacterial cellulose, a fibrous material that can be produced by bacteria. It grows as a rubbery film on top of the bacterial cultures, but when it's dried out, it's like a tough paper. The clever part of their method is that the algae bioink won't solidify until it comes into contact with calcium chloride. So they made calcium chloride petri dishes, they put the bacterial paper on top, and then printed directly onto that. That way, when the algae ink is printed, the calcium chloride will diffuse through the paper and cause it to solidify. It worked actually surprisingly well <laughs> when uh, we tried to put the algae inside the living material. Yeah. It, um, almost immediately, I think the first trial, it, it immediately worked. So we saw that it was very promising. Uh, and then, um, yeah, we tried different conditions, different designs, and then we test the mechanical properties of, of this material. The bacterial paper stays on the print like a backing and provides the material with more strength than the hydrogel alone would have. It can handle twisting and crushing. The material can survive three days on its own and at least a month, probably longer, if fed with nutrients every couple days. It can be kept in light or dark, and it can easily be dissolved, and the algae can be removed and placed right back into the printer to make more material. Or, alternatively, it's fully biodegradable. The printed material won't grow noticeably in volume over time, but the number of cells increase, and so does the amount of chlorophyll. Best of all, this process is relatively inexpensive. Here's Dr. Balasubmaranian. And one biggest advantage of our approach with a 3D printer is that it is uh, really cost effective because if you consider uh, 3D printers that are already available in the market that can print living cells, they are in the, probably in the price range of hundred thousands of dollars. But our 3D printer is just like less than 250 uh, US dollars. It's like a do-it-yourself 3D printer. So anybody can actually do this printing at home. 
And in fact, all the instructions for printing are available in their paper published in the journal Advanced Functional Materials. A previous paper from the group has all the details of how to build the printer, so you really could do it at home. Ultimately, the possibilities with this kind of material are many. From creating synthetic leaves, to producing oxygen for life in outer space, to filtering contaminants out of the air and water, to photosynthetic textiles. But those applications are all still a little ways in the future. The team's proof-of-concept prints were relatively flat, about 10 to 20 layers high, so their next big hurdle is getting height. But one of the limitations with our current approach is that in order for the hydrogel to solidify, there needs to be some calcium that diffuse all the way into the print. That limits the height that we can achieve. But they are already well underway in taking their material to new heights. And some of their prints have even been shipped to a few people's homes, a kind of living material live test. So sun-powered blinds or an apron that sequesters carbon might be a reality sooner than you think. Thanks for listening. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Sarah Vitale.